This is Up for Debate, episode number 254, recorded May 11th, 2023. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast that uh, is interested in finding true love. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by everybody's favorite daddy. It is Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. <laughs> up for Debate uh, is up for dad dates. Hey! Night. There you, Matt. Matt is you are tonight such a hot streak for this guy. He's a comedy genius. I guess um, I don't know. I, I, I'm so tired. I'm just saying things, and they're all sounding good. <laughs> I have my. You can't see it on my end, uh, on your end, but on on my end, I've changed my name on here to Don't Date Daddy. The uh, a little rough funny. on the classic, the classic board game from the '90s, Don't Wake Daddy. Uh, it's a dad themed episode. Uh, because why tell them why sean well somehow march madness has turned into may madness uh or i think did i i might have called it march mayness or matt mayness i don't know we're still working on the title matt my nightmare will never end we're back for yet another text-based adventure game colon dating simulators uh last week we met the dads this week we're gonna date the dads of the game dream daddy now matt and anything you'd like to recap for the folks at home who may not have heard or watched last week's episode? On the last episode of Up for Debate, uh, we started off Dream Daddy. We made our we made our Dream Daddy. We crafted him. Um, we named. Do you remember his name? <laughs> yes, it was Elron. Elron Man King. Elron um, Man King. And uh, our daughter. We basically were a single dad, right? We have a our daughter. Um. And Amanda. Amanda, Amanda Man King. And uh, um, we are looking for love because we we had a, we had ourselves a dream daddy. Um, but uh, tragically, they passed away. Right. So we need to replace our dream daddy with a new um, a new husband. And um, Amanda is about to go away to college. So we're going to be experiencing that empty nest lifestyle for a bit and i think that um i think that we are we are cruising for some for some daddies did we uh we we met we met all we've all, uh, officially met all of the candidates correct to choose yes yeah, six all six daddies we have met let's see can we you want to go down i'll go down the list here with you, you, you got ready? six daddies in the six daddies in the baggie okay so we've got uh you remember first I, up i'm i'm terrible with names but i remember i, I cheated i have who they are so okay so let me let me just uh, so the first person we met was the over kind of the over achieving dad who was or the the, the proud dad of the very overachieving daughter Who's around or a bit younger than Amanda, our daughter, and um, he? We met him in like a park, dog park, yes, I think. He owned a corgi. Yes, and we, did a, corgi we had a Pokemon battle. Brian. I actually, I actually really enjoyed the uh, the Pokemon style battle that we had of of like pride, where we had to like show the report card and he showed bragged about the spelling bee and our HP went down and up and, and it was a little, little interesting. We got them met the cafe, da- the cafe, Matt, right? Matt was the cafe guy. Yes. Yep. Right. Kind of very, um, 
very like cool, but at the same time, also very nervous and flustered a little bit. Uh, then I think we met the ultra uh, like uh, church dad, <laughs> who was um, yep. Joseph. Yep. Um, who was a youth pastor down That's the correct. street, and we got kind of the. Uh, Maybe the, the the judgmental vibes from him a little bit, maybe. And his creepy children, yes. And his very creepy three children that are all identical and look exactly like uh, like him. So we met him, and then we met. Uh, we met Craig, Craig, the bro with the baby, our, who's, who's my favorite so far. Craig, who we knew in college. We knew Craig in college, and he now has a baby. Um, Keg Stan Craig. That's right. Keg Stan Craig, they used to call him. Uh, only, only now they're calling him Crib Stan Craig, if you know what I mean. Hell yeah. He's got a baby, and uh, he <laughs> really enjoyed him. Um, and uh, I think after him, we met... We met Robert. Oh, bad boy, the Ooh, bad Robert. boy, Robert. Yes, we met him at a bar, a sports themed bar, and we we got a little slutty with Robert, didn't we? We yep. we, we we shelled out on the first date. We Wasn't pretty much did. Was not even a date. Literally just met him at a bar, and then we we allowed him to take us home and show us a good time, and um. Yeah, then uh, then there was the goth guy who only oh no 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 I'm missing the English teacher, right? Yes, English teacher. Yes, um, Amanda's English teacher, to be precise. That's right. Uh, who wants the best for Amanda? Which is good. Um, but we'll have to see where that goes. Then we met this like goth guy at the Hot Topic. We don't really know too much da- about Damien. Damien. Damien's his name, but you're right. We don't. We didn't really meet him. We more saw him. And he was a dick to the now, cashier. He which was is not a, not a good sign. Not a good sign at all. But again, the bad boys. You know what? That could be. Yeah, but is that bad or is that just annoying? Well, Matt, you're gonna have the <laughs> opportunity to find out because. Uh, yes. As we resume our game here, uh, we are, uh, I believe, I don't know, let's hit continue here and load the most recent save. We're headed to a neighborhood cookout Oh, to meet, to meet some of the daddies. It's a real dad fest here. So let's let this load. As it loads, we get some dad tips. Eat plenty of carbs the night before a big game. Yes, indeed. Sorry, I'm just going to adjust how I'm sharing. We've got... um, You're young, you have your health. Now is the time to take risks. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Amanda. Morning, sleepyhead. Five more minutes. You've never let me have five more minutes, so get up. Fine. By the way, for the folks at home, uh, our dad has Goku's hair. Goku's he, he's hair. He's a good-looking guy. 
like uh like my my displayed over here and um yeah he's uh he sounds like a like an arkansas trucker at least that's the voice i gave him in my head so he's got the anime eyes the anime hair he is he's and he's he's jacked too he's got a great looking bod all right we have cereal for breakfast and spend the morning putting together furniture amanda is much better at interpreting the tiny manuals we're able to put together a few shelves and one desk, but I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be a bookcase. So, you excited for the cookout today? Options. Excited to beef up my grilling skills. If there's food, I'm excited. Or, eh. If there's food, I'm excited. I'm all over those terrible store-bought, store-bought sugar cookies that everyone brings to parties. Yeah, those are bad. Which means that they are more for me. Don't you want to meet some of the people in the neighborhood? I'll probably end up standing uncomfortably in the corner with a plate of food and hope that nobody talks to me. Dad, you're a beautiful work in progress. We will get that butterfly to emerge from the cocoon. The social butterfly. Well, we better start getting ready. We don't, well, I definitely don't want to be late. What? No, we have to be fashionably late. Who shows up to a cookout on time? You know what? We're going early, just because you said that. I head out the door, and Amanda reluctantly follows. We walk across the street to Joseph's house with a store-bought veggie plate. I'm a terrible cook if it doesn't involve a grill. I guess we're not as early as we thought we were. Joseph's backyard is already packed with people, and the smell of hot dogs wafts through the air. Small children run through a sprinkler. I set our veggie plate down on a table next to two other veggie plates, huh? Hey, there's Joseph. I wave to get his attention. The moment he sees us, he jogs over, arms wide open. Who did Joseph's voice last you, time? That was you. That was me? Yeah. Oh, welcome. I'm so glad you two are here. And you brought veggies. Let me introduce you to my family. Didn't you already do this? Uh, kids. You didn't. Yeah, you kind of just awkwardly met his kids on the street. He wasn't there. Oh, right, right. Kids, kids, come on over here. This is Chris, my eldest. Hi. <laughs> this is Christian and Christy. They're twins. They stare creepily and say nothing. Ooh, his 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 uh, expression changed. Did you notice that? I did. Then, of course, there's our youngest, uh, Krish. Wait, where is Krish? Oh, maybe Mary put him in his crib. Okay, so Chris is a little baby. <gasps> oh, what a twist. Wow. It's the woman from the bar the other night. What is she doing here? Now, this is the woman that saw us uh, flirting and eventually going home with... A man. Whose name? Robert. Robert, with Robert, yes. But... Also remember, she was really sloppy and tried to get us to buy her a drink. We could have we hooked refused. up with her. Yes. We had the option. We did, which would have made this a very funny and awkward situation. 
Oh, and how could I forget my lovely wife, Mary? Joseph pecks her on the cheek and she smiles. Ah, Mary, sweetheart, did you put Krish to bed? I'll have to go look for him. Hmm. What? You'll have to... Joseph takes a moment and regains his composure. Uh, Mary, this is our new neighbor, Elron, and his daughter, Amanda. And he's... <laughs> okay, never mind. I'd shake your hand, but I have a glass of wine that I need to tend to. I love her. <laughs> nice, uh, not, uh, nice uh, to meet you, Mary, for the first time. Charmed. Well, I have to go over there now. Mary leaves. Oh, God, this is awkward. I wonder if Joseph knows. I wonder if Mary knows that Joseph knows. I wonder if Joseph knows that Mary knows that I know. It takes all of my energy not to run away from the barbecue and start fresh in a new city. <laughs> my wife has a, a, a wonderful sense of humor, but uh, please, yes, you two, enjoy the barbecue. All the guys are really excited to meet you. Wink. <laughs> Amanda and I mill around and try some of the food spread out on the table. I pick at some deviled eggs. Amanda grabs a small paper plate and immediately begins piling it with baked goods. Uh... I don't want to have to make any friends. Come on, Dad. Who are you going to party with when I go off to school? <laughs> but I don't want to have to do pleasantries. Dad. Uh, they're going to talk about the weather. Go do it. Make a friend. But how could I possibly abandon my only child at a social function? That's just... Bad parenting. Sort of like how you abandoned me the other night to hook up with that random dude? <laughs> no, she didn't, she didn't say that. This plate of cookies is my new dad. Bye. <laughs> Amanda shoves me into the center of the yard. Well, here goes nothing. I look around at the party, and I'm surprised to see some familiar faces. Isn't that the barista from the coffee spoon? Oh, dang. Robert's here? Oh, didn't that guy throw a frisbee at my head? Isn't that the guy who was throwing a fit in Dead Goth and Beyond? Isn't that Amanda's teacher? Do all these people know each other? <laughs> hey, I know Craig. But wait a second. All of these, all of these people live in our cul-de-sac? That can't be right. I'd better investigate. It's almost like this is a setup. Or yeah, something's going on. But the good news is, Matt, we get to talk to them. So would you like to talk to Robert and Brian? Talk to Matt, Hugo, and Craig? Talk to Joseph and Damien? Or have a burger? Well, luckily, we can knock the third option right out. We don't want to. I don't want, those oh, are the two people I at least want to talk to. Yeah, it is an odd combination. Um, I think I'm most inclined to take, uh, to probably take the middle option. Matt, Hugo, and Craig. Matt, Hugo, and Craig, yeah. How about you? What do you think? Oh, That's okay. fine. Listen, we're going with it. Matt and Hugo seem to be embroiled in an intense discussion while Craig looks on, smiling politely. I walk over to say hello. 
this is you. You're the teacher. Well, I don't think it's... I'm trying to remember how I did him. Well, I don't think it's fair to try and compare two art movements like that. Periods in art only exist because they are a unique byproduct of the social and political climate of a time and place. And to try to take something like, say, the Rococo period and compare it to postmodernism in America, well, you're completely disregarding the context in which the work of art is created. Matt and Hugo seem to be so busy talking that they don't notice me. Craig leads in. Dude. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> do you talk to Craig or listen in on Matt and Hugo? What What do you think we should do? I think maybe talk to Craig. I, I back that up. We should. I think Matt and Hugo's conversations beyond us. I turn my attention to Craig, who seems a little more attentive to my existence. How'd resistance training go the other day? Great. Little River here is a great cheerleader. Ain't you, tiny bro? Craig grabs River's arms and waves him around. You can do it, Dad. I'm so proud of you. I'm sorry for pooping on you. Oh, she must be such a handful at that age. Oh, they always are. But it's so worth it. Craig grabs River's arms again and waves them around. Also, I'm sorry for throwing up on you, Dad. How you settling in? Is your answer almost done? The new place is perfect. I never get too comfortable. Uh, I never get too comfortable. You never know when they're coming. I can't get too cozy in any one place. I need to go... I need to have a go bag near me at all times. Burn a phone, hair dye, fake passport, you know the deal. Uh, stay on your toes, bro. Elron, how are you liking the neighborhood? Uh, it's pretty nice. Everybody's been super friendly. Boy, seems like your daughter's fitting in just fine. Matt points across the yard to where Amanda, Daisy, and other young girls are playing. They're all sitting cross-legged in the grass, picking weeds and weaving them into little flower crowns. It's pretty adorable. The girl I don't recognize jogs over to us. Why, what is it, sweetheart? Oh, you get to, you get to pick up a new one. It's a flower crown. I thought you'd look cute in it. Why, well, there's only one way to find out. Matt takes the flower crown and places it on top of his head. Am I cool now? The girl stares at him, thinking it over. Mmm, nope. But you're slightly less uncool than you were before you put it on. Oi. Ha! Hey, Elrond, this is my daughter. Hello. I'm Carmen Sita. Amanda comes over with Daisy, in tow. Dad, look, I'm making friends. Are you making friends? You better be making friends. Yeah, actually, uh, Amanda, you remember that cool barista from the coffee shop? And my old college friend and uh, your, your teacher? Oh, hi, Mr. Vega. I didn't realize we were neighbors. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
You still gonna get me that overdue term paper? <laughs> Great seeing you. <laughs> Amanda finger guns her way out of the conversation like a champ. My girl. She learned that finger gun move from me, you know. I'm very proud. She's definitely a charmer. Speaking of which, where did my son go? So sons do exist in this universe. <laughs> well, yeah, Joseph has three of them. Oh, that's true. Hugo looks around the party. He must finally spot him because his eyes go wide. Ernest, Ernest Hemingway Vega, are you smoking? Ernest is holding a lit cigarette. Nope. <laughs> I see Ernest across the way. He casually takes a long drag of his cigarette and then flicks it into a gutter. Unbelievable. Excuse me. Hugo marches over to Ernest, and I turn my attention to Matt and Craig. Kids, right? Oi, man, I do not envy Hugo. The last barbecue we had, Ernest tried to shove a sparkler down Joseph's pants. Nearly <laughs> burned down half the yard. That's awesome. In the barbecue we had before that, he actually burned down half the yard. <laughs> Oi, then it spread onto my lawn and burned down half of my yard, too. Hugo walks back over to us, practically dragging Ernest behind him. Hey, everybody, I'm sorry about that. Elron, this is my son, Ernest. Hello. Ernest looks away, sulking, his hands shoved deep in his pockets. Hugo nudges him impatiently. Pip, pip, cheerio. Nice to meet you, Ernest. What grade are you in? Does it matter? Ernest. Okay, okay, I'm in the eighth grade. God, are you happy now? I'm sure you were just dying to know. Uh, yeah, good, good for you. Can I go now? I'm tired of talking to old dudes who blame my generation for the failing economy. <laughs> Ouch. Ooh. Ernest. Oh, yeah, because I'm totally embarrassing you. Ernest puts earbuds in and storms off to stand in the corner. Well, that was... that was certainly something. He seems nice. Hugo puts his head in... Uh, his hands in size. I'm so sorry. He's having a really rough go of it. As much as I want to be the cool dad... I have to be the authoritarian dad, and he clearly resents me for it. I mean, I think as a dad and a teacher, that's about as authoritarian as you can get. Oi, honestly, are any of us cool dads? Is it even possible to be a cool dad? What? I'm cool as a cucumber. I don't even know what my profession is. Do, do I have or, how I can, or how I can afford to live in this cul-de-sac. Must be the settlement for my husband being murdered. <laughs> Oi, see that right there? You can't say that. My kids think I'm cool. <laughs> Oi, but for how long, Craig? How long do we get to be the cool dads? I, uh, don't know. 
Why, I think we just have to accept the fact that as dads, we've become the machine. We once raged against and accept our fate to unironically wear socks with sandals. Your kids may think you're cool now, but the moment they hit puberty, you're doomed, baby, you're doomed. Amanda's 18 and she still thinks I'm pretty cool. I yell across the yard to my daughter. Amanda! 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 I'm cool, right? Amanda just laughs. She keeps on laughing. Uh, I see your point. I see your point. As much as we all want it, I don't think it's as important to be a cool dad as it is to be a good dad. We can't all be best friends with our kids. It just doesn't work like that. I mean, look at me and Ernest. That's what I love about this game, Matt, is, you know, it's not just about fun. We're learning life lessons. Mm. Our job as parents is to make sure our kids turn out okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. But it'd be nice to have it both ways, I might. Hearing these guys talk about this makes me think of my relationship with Amanda. We get along so well, but there might come a time when it won't be like that. Is college when that happens? Don't let us eat up your time, Elrond. Please, go and meet some of the other people around the neighborhood. You know, maybe, this is just a theory, but it is weird how many single dads there are in this neighborhood. And they all happen to have kids. That Do you think there's like a serial killer who targets like like the the spouses of of like good looking gay dads <laughs> the gay uh, dad maybe, maybe 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 we'll find out if there if there is one i bet it's damien it's joseph or joseph no it's almost definitely joseph yes yeah, he's uh-huh. behind it uh, he's definitely now, behind it matt do you want to talk to robert and brian talk to joseph and damien or have a burger all I'm saying is if there's an opportunity to get to Joseph's basement, I bet we'll, that's where we'll find Take the bodies. It. Take it. Um, I think um, maybe we should talk to Joseph and Damien now. I, I think we're going to talk to all of them eventually. I so. don't know. Yeah, it seems like we'll get to all of them eventually. Let's just get this over with. I spot Joseph chatting with the guy from Dead Goth and Beyond behind the grill. I wonder what they're talking about. I wonder, I wander over to them. So I'm curious. Can you walk me through when you, why you had your entire house painted black? Now, I did Damien for one sentence last week, so it may take me a bit to get this one down, but, but stick with me here. Hmm. Well, do I even start? The house stays warmer in the winter. It provides an artistic contrast to the rest of the neighborhood, and it complements the crimson interior perfectly. Wow. That's like... Um... It's like drunk Borat. I was going to say, it, it's it, it's like... <laughs> it's a sloppier Borat, if that's possible. Wow. It, it's uh, it's like Borat mixed with Werner Herzog and then beat over the head with the sandal. <laughs> yeah, with a concussion. Many times <laughs> with a severe concussion. I like it, though. Uh, that's uh, definitely an interesting choice. Thank you. I'm very proud of my abode. 
It would be like if uh, if Werner Herzog w lived in Russia for many years and then got like mouth cancer. Right. That's yeah. kind of I, I'm going to clean it up. Give me some time. I'm going to work. <laughs> All right. Elrond, I was just having a conversation with Damien over here about his uh, aesthetic design dec decisions. Mm. Damien regards me up and down with a warm but critical look. How do you do? I don't believe I've had the pleasure. Oh, why do you why do you talk like that, Damien? Uh, can I may I ask? Are you okay? Is your jaw broken? <laughs> you need to see a doctor. We haven't met a sexy doctor, Dad, yet, but I I bet if you go over to the next cul-de-sac, we could find you one. I think I saw you in Dead Goth and Beyond the other day. Damien's face turns bright red. Cat got your mic. I got the light. Cat got your light. I must apologize for my behavior on that day. You see, I take the Goth lifestyle very seriously, and to be caught in a ruse by such a corporation as did Goth and Beyond was profoundly frustrating indeed. I hope you know that while my anger may have been justified, it was no such way for gentlemen to act. I'm kind of doing a little bit. You've watched The Terminal with Tom Hanks. Oh, yes. With I'm kind of doing the Eastern bad European. Tom Hanks impression yeah. from yeah, Krakosia. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's okay, man. It's okay. Do tell me about yourself. Are you new to area? Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, my daughter and I just moved in here the other day. She was the one I took to Dead Goth and Beyond. Very nice. Good taste on her part. Does she partake in the golf lifestyle? I think for a second. I look over to Amanda, who is hanging out with some of the older kids in the neighborhood. Hey, Amanda, would you consider yourself to be a goth? Amanda yells back. Necessarily try to fall under any one specific label, but I guess if I had to choose, I would more describe myself as a twee hipster with some normcore leanings. Bats are cool, though. Aw, oh, pity. Are you enjoying the party so far? Definitely don't look in my basement. <laughs> I mean, uh, stay out in the backyard. Just Damien's don't go inside the, the house. In my basement. <laughs> Oh, uh, definitely. Thank you so much for putting this on, Joseph. It's nice to be in a cul-de-sac where everyone is so friendly and welcoming. Just please don't ask me to join your church again. I'm not interested. I've said that many times. Amanda walks up God to the conversation. Me. <laughs> I also like The Lost Boys a lot. Really good movie. Does that count as goth? That would, that it would, me dear. I don't believe we've had the pleasure of meeting Damien Bloodmarch at your service. I'm also doing a little bit of Gru from Despicable Me. A little bit I hear that now. Yeah. yeah. Damien finishes the sentence with a flourish and a bow, producing a single rose and offering it to Gross. Amanda. Boo. She's a child. <laughs> Amanda blushes and returns the gesture with a curtsy. My, do you know how to treat a lady? That's because I've been cursed with immortality for the last thousand years. No. 
Did you know Hello, in year Amanda. in year fifteen thirty two would be very common for eighteen year old to marry a six hundred and fifty three year old? Seemingly out of nowhere, Joseph's twin kids appear. Uh, are they speaking in unison? Uh, hey, won't you come play with play us? Play with us? Uh, come, come play, play with, with us. us for forever. Ever. We got to work on that. Guys, guys, enough with that creepy twin shtick. We've talked about this. We worked it out in therapy. I mean, I mean, I'm the one who church. taught you how to do it, but still. <laughs> Christian and Christy slowly back away. Where do you think they got that from? Mary pops into the conversation, wine in hand. I uh I have no idea. Mary takes a long sip of the wine. I think I might have taped over a VeggieTales VHS with The Shining. Who knows? She takes another sip of the wine. Uh, where's Krish? Wasn't he with you? You had him a moment ago. <laughs> He's probably stuffing dirt in his mouth. He'll be all right. Toddlers are pretty resilient. Mary tips her glass to me. Ain't my first time to the rodeo. Wink. It's my fourth. <laughs> I've squeezed four little. <laughs> uh, sweetheart, <laughs> would you do me a favor and please find Krish? That would be great. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Mary? Okay, Jeez. Mary finishes her wine and wanders off. This is the best party I've ever been to. This is pretty great. Oh, Who's shit. This? Who was Lucy? This was the kid who was giving a shit at the school. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, punk. Ooh, All right, so I'm assuming yeah. this is going to be the goth guy's now. son. Mm -hmm. Ah, Lucian. Have I introduced you to Elrond yet? Also, I don't know why you have no crazy accent like your father. <laughs> hey, it's that punk from Amanda's school. It's almost like everybody I've met in the last three days is at this party. This, this town is twisted, man. I remember you. Whatever. <laughs> That's no way for a young man to speak to his elders. Be polite. Yes, be polite, for in old country, you would have been tied to stake. And That's what I was going fire. for. Yeah, if I could do that. Oh, in old man, country, I should not pick ones I can't do. We would have tied you the, to the horse cart. I'm on my sixth voice. We would have tied you to horse cart. We would have pulled you apart. Oh, you're we, so we good. Have, now I regret doing We would it. have picked your entrails and, uh, how do you say, uh, made them to borscht. <laughs> whatever sir Lucian bows again Mr. Christensen may I have a veggie burger sir coming right up bud are you a vegetarian because you know in yeah. Romans chapter 2 verse 6 it says 
Look that for two veggie. Okay, you know what? I now you've really thrown me off. Now you've psyched <laughs> me out. Let's let's try. Like that two veggie burgers. Oh, Did you what? know that some people in the Victorian era were vegetarians? They described carnivorous type people as blood lappers. Is that better? <laughs> Dad. That's really interesting, Damien. Joseph turns to the grill. Just a hint of a tattoo peeks out from under his sleeve. I can't believe I never noticed it before. It looks like the bottom of an anchor. It's kind of weird that you can recognize that, but okay. Whoa, is that a tattoo? Yep. I wasn't always a youth pastor, you know. That is cool. You want to see mine? What? <laughs> Lucian pulls back some rubber bracelets, revealing a lopsided 666 in black ink. Oh, Joseph's going to flip his lid here. My buddy gave me a stick and a poke tattoo last week. I think it's healing up pretty good. Lucian, why would you get 999 tattooed on your arm? <laughs> We'll talk about this later. That's pretty cool. What's the significance of that tattoo? I don't know. I just thought it looked sick. It's the only number I know. <laughs> well, in my opinion, the only reason you need, to get, you need to get a tattoo is because you want one. Careful, though. That number carries weight. Man. Joseph is a way cooler youth pastor than I thought. I just figured youth pastors popped out of the womb with a Bible in hand. I wonder what he did before preaching. The anchor on his arm might be a dead giveaway. Might be a clip. Uh, Matt, now uh, we finished with those guys. We're going to talk to Robert and Brian, or we're going to yeah. have a burger. Uh, let's. Uh, what do you think? Should we take a burger break? I think that's fine. Again, I think we'll end up with all of them. So let's let's take a burger break. Yeah. Get to know uh, Joseph a little bit more. And without further ado, let's work some magic. Except magic is an affront against God. Joseph closes his eyes, takes a deep breath, and gets to work. With the greatest of ease, he sets patties on the grill, flourishing as he flips his spatula high in the air. It's easily some of the best grill work I've ever seen. You guys think this is my first time in front of a grill? <laughs> well, sailor, I'll show you a thing or two. He's working faster now, effortlessly tossing cheese onto patties and perfectly grilling onions on the side, one after another. The dads take notice and crowd around Joseph to admire his masterful technique. You probably didn't know this, Elrond, but Joseph's known around here for his grillmanship. He's ungrillievable. I've tried to get on his level, but I just can't catch up. Boy, let us keep studying. He has a rare quality about him. Mustard, we keep talking about this. Can't we just appreciate the artist? I've never seen him make a mistake. We need to stop this. It's getting to... Cheesy. Please stop. 
All of the children at the party boo the glorious display of puns in unison. All right, guys, the food's ready. Please form an orderly barbecue. Amanda groans. We all grab our food and hang out, enjoying perfectly cooked cheeseburgers and perfectly crafted puns. Man, it's so wild how all of us dads live in the same cul-de-sac. It's so interesting. Why, kind of nice, isn't it? Feels like there's a real community here. Totally helps when you're just a single dad trying to raise a kid. We're happy to have you here, man. I think you're going to like this neighborhood a lot. Craig, Craig talks like a, like he's in a nineties commercial for like, that, that was, that's things. exactly, I was going for nineties well, tech bro. Exactly. It's like, it's yeah. like, let me show you how the internet works, but you always got to take the pause. We're going to take you on a journey to through a little the internet called and the information super highway. Plus Amanda seems to be getting along with all of the kids. If she decides to get into the babysitting game, she'll really make a killing. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, why don't you add all of us on dad book? Uh, dad book? Yeah, it's a great social network for dads to keep in touch with each other. We're all on it. So if you ever need to reach out to anyone, that's the simplest way to do it. Uh, sorry, I, I'm just an old-fashioned dad. Social media frightens me. It goes over my head sometimes. Don't worry, Pops. I'll help you figure it out. The rest of the BBQ goes smoothly. We all trade stories and drink beer as our kids play on the lawn. Amanda breaks up a fight between Carmen Sita and those weird twins. I think they wanted her soul. Amanda and I walk Achievement back unlocked. Welcome to the neighborhood. Welcome to the neighborhood. Amanda and I walk back to our place as the sun sets over the neighborhood. Pretty fun party, don't you think? Selection. I mean, I got a burger in me. I felt like I was at a networking event. Wish I could have been playing paranormal ice road truckers. Oh, so I guess we didn't get to talk to Robert and uh, and, and the uh, other was, one. That was, no, that was really no big loss anyway. Um feel like we did a lot of socializing with Robert in a different way. Um, mm, very social. Uh, what do we think? Um, I mean, I got a burger in me. Sweetie, if I can impart any sort of wisdom upon you right now, and, and not that this was a bad situation, but if you're ever in an uncomfortable situation, I want you always to look at the silver lining. The silver linings get you through to the other side, you see. Today, we ate Rockenbergs. And it was good. Amen. Well, hey, at least you met some of the other cool dads. You should hit them up on Dad Book. Uh, m- maybe, uh, maybe I will if I ever figure out how social media works. Uh, I have a pretty good feeling about this place. 
not at all of a, a creepy feeling that we're in some sort of odd simulation. It's a good feeling. Me too, Dad. I also agree as well, too. Scene break. Amanda and I arrive home with the remnants of our veggie plate. Hmm. Seems like nobody was really into the cauliflower. So, uh, any big plans for the evening? Actually, yeah. I'm going out with some friends. Oh. Is that okay? Uh, of course. Uh, just keep me posted and be home before midnight. You got it. And be careful. You don't want to end up like all those dads. I will. Make good choices. Of course. And call me if you need anything. Dad, you're not going to do the thing where you wait silently for me to come home in the living room with all the lights off, are you? What? No, I, I've never done that, and I will never do that. Okay. Do you have plans tonight? I, uh... My plans were kinda to eat ice cream and watch TV with Amanda, but I'll find something else to do. I'm gonna... Uh... A. Work on some stuff. B. See how long I can sleep for. C. Throw a party. Throw a party. A real rager. All the other dads in the neighborhood are invited, and uh, I'll see if I can get you a spot on the list, but honestly, it's looking pretty tight, and uh, you might just have to wait in line, honey. I know the guy at the door. I'll get in no problem. Wink. I'm just relaxing tonight. Have fun, okay? Great. See you later. I watch Amanda drive off into the night. I really do hope she has fun. Finger guns. Did you see that? Pew, 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 pew. I pop down in front of the TV and turn on some wine and dine mastermind with celebrity chef Gavin Chapman. Looks like Gavin's making a roasted rack of lamb with rosemary mashed potatoes. I'd love to be able to cook like that. Although I think if I was actually good at cooking, I'd use my powers for evil. Like just making baked Alaskas all day instead of any real food of nutritional substance. Man, Gavin Chapman just caught that thing on fire, but he meant to do, he meant to do it. What a professional. I lose track of time as I blaze through several episodes of Wine Dine Mastermind and also one episode of some cooking show called Meat Hell. I'm not even sure what that one was about. It was just a lot of yelling. I glance at my watch. Man, it's almost midnight. I should check in with Amanda. I'll send a text. Hey, kiddo, you good? I wander into the kitchen as I wait for a reply. Amanda's phone is almost always in hand, so I'm sure she'll respond soon. Unless she's driving home now, in which case I hope she doesn't respond soon because I definitely taught her better than to text and drive. I reach into the freezer and grab an ice cream sandwich. It's a little late for this, but I think I earned it after a long day of ugh, socializing. I check my watch again, and then my phone. Nothing yet. Hmm. Okay, see, now I'm worried. Do I call her? Do I call the cops? No, no, it's too soon for that. I'll just send her a gentle reminder text. 
What's up? Half an hour passes. Now I'm really worried. The episodes of Gavin Chapman's Meat Hell are not only not assuaging my anxiety, but possibly exacerbating it with all the yelling. So I keep pacing around the house, waiting for her to come back. Why didn't I find out where she was going? Who she was even going with? Why don't I know any of her friends' phone numbers? Why don't I even know any of her friends' full names? Who the hell is Emma P.? I decide to send her another text. The P stands for poop. We established that last episode. Amanda, please text me and let me know that you're okay. I can't help but think of all the awful things that could have happened to her. Oh, thank God, it's her. Amanda opens the door and shuffles in. Finally, finally, she's back home. I'm just glad she's okay. Sup? I'm drunk. No, it doesn't (laughs) say that. Sweetie, thank God you're safe. Uh Uh-huh. But now that I know she's okay, I'm really mad. Why didn't you answer any of my texts? Amanda pulls her phone out of her pocket. Oh, whoops. Uh, Guess I didn't see those. She starts to walk to her room. Amanda Ann. Whoa, we're pulling out the middle name now? Amanda, you came home an hour and a half after your curfew, and you didn't respond to any of my texts. You really freaked me out, girl. I was about to call the cops. Dad, you're seriously overreacting. You're not going to be like this when I go off to school, are you? A, I don't like your attitude. B, I have a right to be concerned. Or C, I was scared. I have a right to be concerned. You were my only daughter. Well, I can't give you a play-by-play of everything I do all the time. I'm 18. You shouldn't even be giving me a curfew in the first place. I sit down on the couch and put my head in my hands. I feel very tired all of a sudden. You, you really scared me. Just please don't do that again. You're not my real dad. Oh, just pull that out. Doesn't say that. All right. I'm going to go to bed now. I may not be your... Real dad or your stepdad, but I'm the dad who stepped up, Amanda. <laughs> that was a bit of a walk to get to that one, but okay. Amanda closes the door to her room and I head to mine. Jeez. As I'm falling asleep, one thing she said keeps echoing in my mind. You're not going to be like this when I go. Oh, wait, no, that's you. Oh, you want me to do it in like a, you're not going to be like this when I go off to school, are you? Yeah. I definitely didn't sleep well last night. I brew some strong coffee and make some scrambled eggs for Amanda as a peace offering. She eventually wanders into the kitchen. Hey, I thought about what you said last night. I should have texted you. I said I was going to do it, and I didn't. I honestly just didn't even think about it. I'm really sorry, Pops. I won't do it again. Well. A, I'm sorry for freaking out on you. B, I trust you to make good choices. Or C, good. Uh, I trust you to make good choices. I think that's a good one. 
I also thought about it, Manda. I'll try to give you a space from here on out. I gotta trust that you can take care of yourself. Team Dad King? Team Dad King. That's right. Our name is Dad King, not Man King. Man King. <laughs> Even better. King. That's right. Now we're dads. Amanda gives me a hug. You want some eggs, Amanda? You know it. Sprinkle some cheese on them? Already did. Bless you. <laughs> Amanda scarfs down the eggs in time in the time it takes to wash the pan. All right. I'm off to school. Smell you later. Wait. One more thing before you go, Amanda. What? What what is Dad Book? It's a social media platform. Wait. What? What's a social media platform? Dad, I have to go to school. Come on, Manda. I'm an old man here. I can't put together a dad book profile on my own. Here we go. All right. I bet, I bet we're going to put together a dad book profile. All right. I'll help you sound interesting on the internet. Amanda spends the next couple minutes setting up my profile on dad book, which, as it turns out, is a place where dads can get together and talk about fatherhood. Boo. All right, Pops, we got to fill out your profile. Let's get some likes and dislikes. Sounds now, Matt, we're, we're going we're gonna to head into an interactive part of, yep, of the game here. So I got to let you know what's happening. So we are going to answer some questions, and those questions are going to help set us up with some of the guys. Now, in the interest of time, you technically can date through to completion all of the dads, one after another. But for our purpose, we're going to have to pick one dad and we, we and our goal is to successfully date him through to the end of his storyline. Keep that in mind as we're writing these questions and the, the answers to our profile. OK, all right. So the first we'll question see. on a Friday night, are you most likely to polish and sort my coin collection? Netflix and grill, baby. Fall asleep watching the History Channel. Torment my children with dad puns or sink into blissful oblivion, a.k.a. sleep. Um, torment my children with dad puns. Love it. If you had one thing to take with you onto a desert island, what would it be? My trusty grill? The lost shaker of salt? Cast away on DVD for instructional purposes? A boat, obviously. Or, I don't need anything. My survival skills have me have trained me for this day. I'm saying a, a boat, right? Yeah, that's the one I would have chosen too. Yeah. What are your turn-ons? Strong dad arms, tennis shoes with long white socks, a well-manicured lawn, street smarts, top-tier grillsmanship, or comfortable with crying? Um, tennis shoes with long white socks. What did you want to be when you grew up? Technical writer for manuals and instructionals, a salty boat captain, Pro skater who is also an astronaut, a good father, or the president of space. Fuck, the president of space. Come on. Is that even, other ones even a choice? Yeah. Not really. What's your favorite movie genre? War documentaries? Sean Connery's entire filmography? Anything on Laserdisc? Romantic comedies? Whatever will make me cry? Or old comedies that haven't aged well? 
old com. All right, I'll let you choose. It's old comedies that haven't aged well, or Sean Connery's entire filmography. I think, in honor of the show, we got to do Sean Connery. I agree. What's your ideal date? Napping together, doing a one thousand piece puzzle together, eating a healthy dinner at four p.m., trying to geocache but getting hopelessly lost, arson, or being emotionally vulnerable. I like trying to geocache, but getting hopelessly lost. That sounds fun. I have no clue who they're going to match us with. What do you never leave home without? A sensible cardigan? My sick vape? My book of word jumbles and a pen? A cool knife? My cripplingly low self-esteem? Or I frequently forgot my phone, keys, and wallet at home sometimes. I think we're... Are we a, a sensible cardigan kind of guy? Or a cool knife kind of guy. We're not cool. I know that. No. Sensible cardigan? I think it's sensible cardigan. Yeah. I spend a lot of time thinking about conspiracy theories, how proud I am of my child, potential ends of the world. If I'll ever be able to love myself as much as I love my grill. When can I next get a cup of coffee? Lawnmower modifications. Hmm. Um, I think we're going to go with, uh, uh, lawnmower modifications or conspiracy theories. Profile complete. See, that wasn't so bad. Oh yeah, that was actually kind of fun. I could totally spend all day on here just looking at other people's profiles. You should message one of them, or more than one of them. All of these dads seem pretty interesting. Okay, this dad looks pretty interesting. His name is uh, Vladimir Putin. (laughs) His name is Timothy McVeigh. I promise I'll make some new friends, Amanda. Amanda gives me a hug. Go get him, Dad. All right. And here is our dad book. We've got all of our dads lined up. We got a message from uh, Dad Manda. <laughs> Hi, Elrond. It's me, your old, your dear old friend from way back in the day, Dad Manda. I'm delighted to see you've signed up for Dad Book. They've recently added this exciting new messenger service. You may find yourself receiving messages from other dads like myself. Take care not to miss them. Now, so we can click I- into the profile of any of our seven dads. The dad Manda is a picture of our daughter Amanda, but with a uh, a comical mustache drawn on her her profile yes. picture. So very funny. Her, that must be her her account. Um, why she has an account on here, I don't know, but maybe maybe that was for us. She's they don't verify your dad, I guess. Yeah, I guess I guess not. Well, that's why she's got the mustache. Okay, so we can choose whose profile. Let's check out Craig's profile first. Since he's listed there first. So we got Craig. Craig is a dad of three, business entrepreneur and fitness enthusiast. Juggling work, family, and fitness is a tough gig, but someone's got to do it. And then it gives his answers to all the questions uh, in the interest of time. I'm not going to read all of them, Uh Uh, but we can use this to compare to ours. Things like, what do you want to be when you grow up? A beer pong world champion. Uh, And what would you never leave home without? An extra tube of energy gel. So we have the option to message Craig if we'd like. Um, or 
we can look at one of the other dad profiles. Um, maybe we'll take a look at Robert since, uh, we already kind of had, we know him. Well, I also want to see what is, uh, (laughs) if you had one thing to take to a desert Island, what would it be? It just says gun. Yeah. What are your turn ons? Don't talk to me. What did you want to be when you grew up? Grifter. What's your ideal date? Grave robbing. I love this guy. He's a true bad boy. Favorite movie genre, Italian neorealism. Bad ass. Mm-hmm. His the last name is Small, Robert Small. Any other guys you want to know more about? Of uh, Joseph. Let's take a look at Joseph. Joseph. He's voted Maple Bay's number one youth minister for five years running. Uh, let's see. What are your turn-ons? My loving wife. Uh, what's your favorite movie genre? Feel-good movies. Uh, I spend a lot of time thinking about how I can be a better man, husband, and father. What do you never leave home without? The good book. The good book. He doesn't say which book, though, oddly, but he just nope, says just it's good. good one, so. Just the good one. Harry mm. Potter. The Necronomicon. So who would... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt, who do you want to message? Who who do we want to reach out to? Who's going to be our dad that we're going to attempt to beat the game with here? Um, I'm I have my pick. You want to know my pick? I do want to know your pick. You're you're playing the dad, so I I see us I see us very much like very much. I think aligning with with Craig. I definitely see, I definitely see us and Craig. We got that like past connection. Uh, Craig is, is funny. And, uh, Robert kind of scares me a little bit. So I think, I, think, I that, think Craig is great. I think Craig's pretty cool. So I, yeah, he seems pretty successful. I mean, all right. Well, what do you say? We message Craig. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got. Yeah, he's kind of got like See, that fitness thing going on. He's a real dream daddy. I wonder what Craig's up to today. I navigate to Craig's dad book page and type out a message. Hey, bro, or should I say neighbor? Let's catch up like old times. A couple of moments pass before I hear a ding on the computer. It's a message from Craig. Hey, that was quick. Bro, my man, let's definitely hang soon. Might be a little different from our old weekend long benders, but it'll still be fun. I think for a moment, this could be a fun opportunity to see my old buddy in his new element. We exchange a couple of more messages and he logs off to prepare for the game. I should see if Amanda wants to join me. Isn't she at school? I think we fast forward in time, maybe. I don't know. Oh. I didn't go to work. We never established. I don't. <laughs> I don't I have, have a job. job. Yes. I walk over to Amanda's room and knock on the door. I think you were right. I think we we just got a lot of maybe a, a big insurance payout from our. Husband. Maybe he inherited it. Maybe like his husband invented like computers or something and has a lot of money. I don't. Although they're in this yeah. kind of mediocre house, so I don't know. Yo, Amanda Panda. Also, Amanda didn't get into the school of her choice, and I feel like if you had gobs and gobs of money, you could just make that happen. I open the door and find Amanda sitting cross-legged on the floor, surrounded by magazines and newspaper clippings. She sees, seems to be making some sort of art piece, but 
Her eyes are a little puffy, almost as if she's been crying. Hey, uh, are you all right? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I I just got sad because I realized that dogs are too often killed off in movies to elicit emotional reactions from the audience instead of being given the respect that they deserve. It's not right. Options. A, are you sure that's all you're upset about? B, you have to tell me what's actually wrong. Or C, dogs deserve better than this. You have to tell me what's actually wrong. I think. Why are you lying to me, Manda? I'm not. I'm perfectly fine. All right. I don't believe her, but I'll let it go for now. Uh, What you working on? Just a collage for class. We're supposed to make a piece that represents our goals for the future. I take a closer look at her collage. That's a lot of dogs in that collage. It's mostly dogs, yeah. Did you need something? Uh, yeah. Craig invited us to a softball game. You want to go? Remember that one time you signed me up for softball and you brought me all the gear and then you took me to the first game and then someone hit a ball towards me and I just ran off the field crying? Yeah, and then you hid behind the dugout and would scream if I tried to pick you up, yeah. I was afraid of baseballs. I thought you were a gigantic sentient softball. Uh, so does that mean you don't want to go? Amanda gets up and looks me dead in the eye, determined. I'm finally ready to face my fears head on. Let's do this. Oh, don't take your daughter on the date. (laughs) Amanda and I make the short drive out to the local softball field. For a kid's softball game, it's pretty packed. We clamber up the bleachers and take our seats in the top row. I don't see Craig anywhere. So when do the kids start crying and running off of the field? You know that your relationship with softball is different from everyone else's relationship with softball, right? Okay, but if I don't see some kids cry, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. For nostalgia purposes, of course. Not because I take joy out of children fighting for my amusement. Definitely not that. The game starts and the kids run out onto the field. I see Craig by the dugout with a clipboard. He has River strapped to his chest, per usual. There's a guy in a pancake costume doing jumping jacks across the field. I guess that's the mascot. I don't didn't know they had mascot at that age, but okay. <laughs> Reading the kids' brightly colored jerseys, I see that it's the Maple Bay Flapjacks against the Pinewood Ocelots. Go Flapjacks? Choke up on the bat, Miranda. Yeah, Miranda, square up. How much do you know about softball, Amanda? Enough to know that the balls are relatively hard despite their name. But yelling is fun. Give it a shot. It's cathartic. Do you shout, keep your eye on the ball, or what's important is that you're having fun, or what are you willing to sacrifice to win? Last one. Leave it all out on the field, Miranda. If you want this, you're going to have to bleed for it. Who I assume to be Miranda's father gives me a dirty look. I shoot it right back at him. That attitude is not going to bring Miranda to D1. These people are insane. Dad, please don't fight any other dads while we're out here. We watch a couple of innings of softball. They aren't really ready for the big leagues yet, but Craig's trained his team pretty well. It seems like he's really good with kids. Kegstan Craig is good with children. Whoa. 
it's amazing how hard they're hitting the ball and how no one has run off the field crying yet. Man, dear, you have to let it go. Let what go? I'm perfectly fine. My therapist said so. The opposing team is up at bat. They hit a fly ball out into center field. The tiny little girl tries to get under the ball, but it misses her glove and hits her straight in the forehead. See, it's a completely justifiable fear. The girl plops down on the grass and starts crying. Craig makes a beeline over to her, checking her forehead and comforting her until her parents arrive. He carries her off of the field as she sobs. Man, it's strange to think about how this was the guy who once backflipped off of a roof and into a swimming pool while shotgunning a beer. He's so responsible now. The game resumes after the girl calms down a bit and we watch a couple more innings. Craig's team is crushing the other team in the ninth inning. The ocelots seem to have given up by this point. I see one outfielder eating fistfuls of grass. A batter on the other team knocks a foul ball into the stands. I follow the trajectory and... Oh no, it's coming right for me. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. I close my eyes and brace for impact. I open my eyes and look over to see Amanda holding the softball, staring at it in amazement. I caught the ball. You saved me, Amanda. I caught the ball, Dad. I caught the ball. You did it, Amanda. I face my fears. I defeated the softball. I can do anything. Amanda and I share a big hug. It's a tender moment that I don't think anyone else is watching really understood. I'm proud of you, kiddo. The game ends and Craig's team are declared the victors. We sit patiently as the girls line up to shake hands. Great job, everyone. We walk over to the dugout and congratulate Craig, who's talking with some of the parents. Craig, great work, man. Thanks. We've been working hard all season long, and it's great to see it paying off. I'm so proud of all my girls. Speaking of which, have you met Briar and Hazel? (laughs) Hello. Hello. Hey, uh, killer playing out there. Yeah, you guys rule. Thank you. You guys are twins, huh? Again, another creepy, consistent thing in this neighborhood. Which one of you is the evil one? Hazel. Hazel. (laughs) Yeah, it's me. It's me. (laughs) Good looking out. Do you guys ever pretend to beat each other? I don't have a twin, but if I think I think if I did, I'd be doing that constantly. Yeah, I take all of her math tests. And I usually throw rocks at stuff when people get mad. I and I tell them I'm Briar. What? I'm a framer for a crime someday. <laughs> we will talk about this later. <laughs> Elron, bro, I just got a couple more things to clean up. Then we can hang. Sounds good, man. Just then, one of the moms jumps into the conversation. Please be Mary. Please be Mary. It's Janet. Not so fast. We have to celebrate our win, Craig. I'm taking the whole team to get pizza. 
Oh, I don't know if I can. Nonsense. The girls won. What sort of celebration could we have without our fearless leader? Which, by the way, Matt, do you know from college you're still in my contacts and my phone is our fearless leader? I like that. Still. I like that. I think you're the only non name in my contacts. This should say. She lays her hand on his shoulder and gives him a uh, goo-goo eyes. Man, this mom is laying it on thick. Amanda and I share a look. All right. All right. Is it cool if my bro comes along? The mom looks slightly put out, but covers it up with a smile. Of course. Where are we going? Thirsty's Pizza? Thirsty's Pizza. What? What? It's a real place. Cut to Thirsty's Pizza. An endless stream of girls clad in softball gear pile out of a minivan and into a local pizza buffet, which is actually called Thirsty's Pizza. Amanda and I trail behind them with Craig. Reminds me of all those awful pizza places that uh, all that awful pizza that we used to put in our bodies way back in the day. Right, Craig? Remember how we used to just fold whole pies in half and then put taco fillings inside? Ah, uh, pizza coes. I can never forget. How did we survive college? Our bodies were younger back then. More elastic, more able to handle the toxic waste we put inside of us. Relatable. Ah, the good old days. And we ate peerage. Yeah. <laughs> The kids run around playing arcade games and eating greasy food. Amanda and I jump on a couple of slices of very mediocre pizza. Hey, give me, give me, give me a pizza that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm strictly eating salad here. Oh, thanks for addressing the issue, Amanda. Dad. A different mom walks up to us, talking to Craig as if I wasn't even there. I, I got I got. Oh, you, you do this one, please. Mm, Craig, thank you so much for looking up after our kids. My daughter tells me every day how great you are. Oh, I'm happy to look after them. Definitely helps that I have kids of my own. You know. It's been so hard since Daniel left. I'm glad to know that my children have a strong a strong male role model in their lives. Amanda and I look at each other again. Craig gets it from all angles, huh? Craig smiles sheepishly. Thank you so much, dude. Craig holds his fist up for a fist bump from the mom in what I think is a maneuver to attempt to lighten the conversation. He looks super uncomfortable. I should throw him a bone here. Do you create a diversion? Do you tag team with Amanda? Or do you smokescreen Martha? What, what does smokescreen Martha mean? Smoke I don't know. Let's. You want to find out? No, I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see what create a diversion mean. I don't know. Okay. I, I actually like, I like all these options. Um... I think smokescreen Martha means like you're going to jump in front of her and like. Uh, we shouldn't do that. I think that's bad. Yeah. Let's create so. a diversion. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. 
I pull out the first thing that comes to mind. Who here watched Long Haul Paranormal Ass Road Ghost Truckers last night? What? Calum and Flint Dogbone visited a truck stop that was also a cemetery and led an exorcism of a ghost that was haunted the hot dog grill. And nudge Amanda for support. There was also a demon haunting one of the bathroom stalls, and it kept throwing poop on the wall. Pretty scary stuff. Um, Actually, now that I think about it, there's a good chance there's a non-paranormal explanation for that, but still, quality television. Mm, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that either. Wow. We have so much in common. Damn. She turns her back on me to talk to Craig again. So I'm taking Hazel and Briar tonight for the sleepover, right? Yup. They're pretty excited about it. You'll keep them out of trouble, right? Oh, of course. But, uh, you know, I could always use help watching after everyone tonight. If you're not doing anything. Wow. This lady is really going for the gold. Ha, it'll actually be nice to have a night to myself and River, but thanks for the invite. Uh, Martha, you might want to grab your child. She's stuffing pizza into a coin slot. (laughs) Martha angrily turns her attention back toward her own daughter. Tiffany, not another arcade machine. I swear to God, if we have to buy it, Martha storms off towards her kid. What would your dead father think of this? Hmm. She seems nice. Yeah, the team is one big, weird family. Takes all sorts, right? Tiffany, do not eat the tokens. Tiffany's a stellar hitter. (laughs) I, I finally think I got some time alone to talk to Craig now. Man, you're a busy guy, huh? Only on days like today, I hope. Dad. Dad. Hey, girls. Dad, can you help dad. us beat our record on DDR? Yeah, we want to beat our. We want to. We want to beat the record. We told Ariana's dad that you could destroy him on the dance mat. Please help. Girls, you know I don't have my jukes anymore. But dad, dad. dad. Craig looks at me like a hurt puppy. Sorry, dudes. Duty calls. I promise we'll catch up in a bit. It's all good, buddy. Craig runs off with his daughters and I'm left alone with mine. Man, I was really hoping to hang out with Craig more today, but it seems like he's getting dragged in every direction. Definitely wasn't like this in college. I feel like we might be a third wheel here, Amanda. There's There's worse worse places than an arcade to be left to your own devices. You're right. Want to drop some coin on pinball? You know it. Amanda and I pull up to a machine that's feeling pretty hot and get to work. I'm a little rusty, but the pinball wizard within me will never die. I pull out a decent score and then challenge Amanda to top mine. And immediately she gets multiball. Looks like she takes after her father after all. You're pretty good, Manda. Don't patronize me. 
Hey, I'm uh, just trying to pay you a compliment. Down with the patriarchy. Amanda shushes me. She's in her zen. She fights valiantly, racking up points by the millions. She's this close to beating my score, but I feel honored just to be able to watch. You're friends with Craig, right? Janet from earlier walks up and leans on the pinball machine. Why don't why why is there no artwork for any of these random uh, women? They ran out of budget on the game. Yeah. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm friends with Craig. We went to college together. Please don't lean on my thing. Huh? That's so interesting. Do you know if he's like available? Oh, honestly, I don't think I could say that. Seriously, you're going to make it tilt. Because it's just, it seems like so much work to watch after his kids. Don't you think it would be great if he... Lady, I swear to God. All of a sudden, a buzzer sounds and the game is over. Janet made the pinball machine tilt. You stone harpy. What? I said... I have to go over there now and put pizza in my mouth so I don't say anything that'll hurt your stupid feelings. Amanda. Bro. What's going on? Now's our chance. If we don't get out of here now, we're stuck for the rest of the night. <laughs> I wrangle Amanda and say some quick goodbyes with Craig. We head out of the pizza place. Finally. Amanda promises that she'll keep the couch warm for me and heads home. Hmm. Hope you don't mind me bringing you back here, bro. Not at all, dude. It's good to finally get you all to myself for a second. River burps. Well, uh, almost all to myself. Hold up. Craig walks over to the trunk of his car and pulls out two gloves and a softball. Up for some catch? This might be less catch and more you throwing the ball and me running after it, but sure. We stand in the middle of empty baseball diamond and start tossing the ball back and forth. I have a cooler in my car that we could grab, but there's only juice boxes in there. Man, fatherhood sure is strange, Craig. You're telling me. I can't believe I'm looking back on my keg stand Craig days and reminiscing about it. Those were some good times. I don't know anyone else who could pull off the rare horizontal keg stand. It was a feat of discipline, bro. Trust me. I haven't properly hung out with Craig in so long. I don't even know where to begin. Do you ask about coaching softball? Ask about the business? Ask about the kids? Or that's enough for now? Um, ask about the business. Mm, he oh, likes it, little hearts. Yeah. Ooh. So, uh, you run a business now? Yup, we sell fitness gear. Imports and exports mostly, but we're coming up with our own line of athleisure wear soon. I nod. I mostly use my sweatpants for watching TV and not, uh, you know, not actually sweating, but sounds like he'd make a killing. If you ever need athletic gear... I've got your back. You could sponsor me, Craig. I'll rep your athleisure wear brand while I mow my lawn. That is the glamorous lifestyle we're catering to. Exactly. 
I, I guess that's my job. Uh, I don't have a, another <laughs> career to speak of. So mowing lawns and taking care of Amanda, I guess, is my career that I get paid for. I don't know. Um, ask about coaching softball. Oh, he likes that. So is softball coach the life you wanted, or was it the life that was thrust upon you? Ha! I'll admit that I was hesitant at first. Briar and Hazel had so much energy that we just had to get them into sports, but no one there was going to run the team. The more I did it, the more I saw how much it meant to all of the girls. I'm worried there'd be a riot if I quit. I would also be afraid of a bunch of tiny children with metal bats. They're quick, and they work as a team. I've trained them too well. It's terrifying. They take you down like a pack of velociraptors on a T-Rex. I'm in fear for my life every day. Ask about the kids. And I can't believe you're a father of three, Craig. Neither can I. You know me. I'm an indecisive person. You switched your major four times. Yeah, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. But raising kids, when Briar and Hazel were born, it all finally made sense. It was like all the time I had spent trying to figure things out led to them. I couldn't be happier about it. I don't think I've ever cared about anything as much as I care about them. I had that exact same feeling when Amanda was born. It was the best thing to ever happen to me. It could be the only thing that ever happened to me, and I would still be proud of the life I had. Mm, kids are so great. It's nice out here. Quiet. It must be good to get away from the softball moms for a bit. Christ, Janet. <laughs> yeah, uh, Janet uh, was a lot. They always like that? Actually, this wasn't nearly as bad. Yikes. I'm just... So not interested. Uh, well, Craig, what are you interested in? Mm, peace and quiet. That hot, hot silence. My ultimate sexual fantasy is sleeping in on a Saturday. But more seriously, I just can't get back into dating right now. I couldn't even if I wanted to. There's no time. And I feel so uncomfortable trying to introduce a stranger into my girls' lives. They've already been through so much, I can't put them through that. I hear you, buddy. So, the moms can hit on me all they want, but the girls are my top priority. Do you say you're doing a great job? The right person will come along eventually. Hit softballs. Don't get hit on by moms. I think... Uh... I think I'm torn between you're doing a great job and hit softballs. Don't get hit on by moms. I like you're doing a great job. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, mm. you like that. Those kids love you, Craig. And to add to that, the whole team loves you. Doggone it. I think you got this dad thing down right. Thanks, bro. That means a lot coming from you. While I'm distracted, I miss the softball and it hits me right in the head. Boink. Wow, that hurts. Amanda was right all along. Sorry, dude. Craig runs over to me. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Wait, let me do the dad thing for a second. 
Craig spends a moment examining my head. It's worse than I thought. You're going to die. Don't tell me you have to kiss it to make it better, Craig. You would be so lucky. Do you say that was planned? I mean, or kissing is for the weak. That was planned or kissing? I don't know. Kissing is for the weak? What'd you say? I don't really have a strong opinion. I think um, that was planned. You probably don't teach the more advanced techniques to the Little Leaguers, but Babe Ruth used to catch balls with his teeth all the time. I still got it. Ha! Maybe they'll learn in high school. I get up and dust myself off. River yawns. Hey, little buddy, you must be getting tired, huh? I hate to say it, but I should probably head out. Sorry things are so. You get older, and life just gets in the way, doesn't it? We start walking back to the parking lot. Hey, uh, remember that one house party we went to that got uh, broken up by a helicopter? How could I forget? You and me hopped over a concrete wall to get away. But the other side of the fence, there was a parking lot where a bunch of cops were parked. Oh, man, yeah. Could you imagine the look on our faces? We just walked straight past them like we were out for a stroll. And, not knowing we were at the party, they started joking with us about how big of a bust it was. We had to talk to them for 30 minutes. You told them you were interested in joining the academy. And then they started giving me pointers for the exam. Longest 30 minutes of my life. Man, that was college, huh? Good old days, right? We get back into our cars. Craig pulls me into a hug, or at least as much as we can manage with a baby in between us. Never enough time, huh? Yes, not. Let me make it up to you. Let's hang soon, yeah? I'd like that. I yawn as I walk through the door, spotting Amanda hunched over her collage, glue stick in hand. Burning the midnight art oil, huh? Figured I might do something productive between episodes of Shark Hunter lip sync battles. Do the sharks lip sync or do the shark hunters lip sync? Yes. I look over her shoulder at the collage. Amanda, this is some good art. Look at this good art that you made, Amanda. Thanks. I'm just about done. Like before, it's still a lot of dogs. In one corner is a giant pile of cash. In the other, it's... Amanda... Is that me? Yep. The whole thing about my goals for the future, the whole thing is about goals for my future, and those are basically just to sit on a giant pile of money with my 20 dogs and also have a strong and mutually supportive relationship with my father into adulthood. Oh, now you've gone and done it. Get ready to watch your dad cry. Here it comes. It's happening. Aw, Dad. You did this with your good art, Manda. She pats me on the back. Hey, how was your hang with Craig? I wipe a single tear from my eye. It was good. That Craig guy sure is busy. Yeah, dude. The softball life isn't for quitters. Also, I'm very proud of you for facing your fears today. How does it feel? I'm on top of the world, Pops. I should start facing my fears more often. Oh, yeah? How about tomorrow we hit some empty parking lots and practice, I dare say practice parallel parking baby steps dad i'll work my way up to it 
All right. I'm going to hit the hay. Take care of late night television for me, will you, Amanda? I'll let them know you said hey. I'll let that Jay Leno fella. All, all, all those O.J. Simpson jokes. Date, Date complete. complete. Oh. So we're racking up the dad points here. Flip up so sunglasses. We, bl- we got an A. Oh, an A, okay. That's pretty damn good. What are these uh, rankings here? Flip up sunglasses, grill dad, dude, bro, catch, and pin. We got a zero in pinball. Yeah, we failed pinball. How? Because we get, we tilted. That wasn't our fault. No, oh, we okay. but but we should have smoke screened. Remember, we were going to create a distraction. Uh, maybe that's what I don't know. That, okay. I don't know. Anyway, we got an A. I'm I'm proud of us. Now you do go. I believe you go on three dates, so we have okay. two more dates. Okay. Um, I think maybe is this a good place to call it for the for the evening? Yes, probably. All right, probably. Yeah. It's we, we getting our past our bedtime. It was a success. I can't believe this is going to a third episode. We're going. I can't believe it. The 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 year of the Matt March Madness. The, yeah, it just again a nightmare. I Dad I must have madness. I must have like died and been reincarnated um, into this as penance for whatever I did in a past life. Must have been pretty bad. Yeah, I was well, like Napoleon say, or something. As Craig would say, it must have been. Pretty bad. Must have been. You know, my Casey Kasem. Yes. On America's top 40. Um, yeah, what a hoot, Matt. Listen, I think we're doing well. I think we've got Craig in our sights. We just got to get time. The most precious element. Time. We do. I'm a little worried that maybe Craig doesn't have time for us. I mean, yeah, he's, well, he's not ready to get in a relationship. He, you know, he's not. He's not. He and he, he doesn't couldn't want, do that to the girls. You know, he doesn't want to do that to the girls, and I respect that. So maybe uh, I don't know. We'll have to look in other, maybe another direction. Not Roberts. Um, no, Matt. Let me be very clear. We're only dating Craig. If Craig, <laughs> if Craig fails, then we're done. We fail. I, you, you will not talk me into dating all seven dads. It you will literally be now, the rest of but, the year. No, but, but uh, I'll make you, know. you a deal, Matt. If you mm-hmm. want to date next March Madness, we can spend a week oh, okay. dating each dad if you want. But I, no way. In May, forget about it. We got All so much right. summer work to do. <laughs> we do. That we're running out of time. You'll, and we'll have to we'll have to let uh, the the listeners know pretty soon about what we got coming up for, for <laughs> movies, summer. books. I just realized, Matt, that both uh, Creed three and the Dungeons and Dragons movie are both now available digitally. So Ooh, exciting! We got to talk about those, and yep. uh, yeah, there's a lot to do. So there is a lot to do. Despite that, for some reason, we're going to be back next week with more Dream Daddy. We appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll fall in love. But if not, uh, we'll certainly have a good time. So come back next week. uh, Subscribe to the show. Make sure you get the latest episodes. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. We're going to see you next time for more hot dating action on another Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.